Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. It's just that easy. (laughs) Another deja vu, another loss. And uh, we didn't have beer live at the arena, so we're going to do... Cheers. 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 Aaron's cheers. This is the one thing that makes this job tolerable right now, <laughs> is that we can have a beer while we talk Coyotes hockey. I think we need it. <laughs> I think we need it, too. Oh, hello. Hello, friends. Hello, hello everyone in the chat. We did have Shane's baseball trophy, the only positive <laughs> thing in the room, but we did move it. We did move it. Sorry. <laughs> but we'll acknowledge your youth baseball success, um, which is about the only success <laughs> in this room. Well, I hope you took the over. Yeah, somebody in the Discord lo- uh, lost their bet. They had the under. Sorry to that person. Um, yeah, here we are. Another group therapy session. Uh- <laughs> uh, honestly, though, I, I mean, are we surprised, though? <laughs> like, honestly, Con- well, Connor McDavid's coming I to know. town. I felt like maybe with Mike Smith out, the Coyotes had success against the Oilers in the past. Um, there was a stat before the game that they... Well, not including tonight. They're 16-4-4 four and four in their last 24 home games against the Seriously? Oilers. Yeah. Wow. There's a little stat for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. This this kind of felt like Monday's game where the first half of the game, I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. I even at the beginning of the – or toward the end of the first period, I was thinking in my head, wow, like we're going to make it out of the first period without a goal against the Coyotes. And then with like a minute – and 58 or whatever, the, the Oilers crushed my hopes and dreams, and then it was all downhill from yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It, it's going to be something that the coaches are going to have to look at this film because it's it's two games in a row where the second period and the wheels literally fall off. And it's it's not just one or two players. it It's several players. There's missed defensive zone assignments. Honestly, they look tired in the second period. They look like they're standing in mud. It's I I don't get it. And then the third period, two games in a row, they get they get their feet moving, get a little bit of a I know, jump. It's and, bizarre. And then you get some hope again, right? Like it's three one, and you go, okay, maybe. And yeah. then they break your heart again. Yeah, I see questions about Dyson Mayo. We're gonna we're gonna oh that's Spencer. Hey Spencer, um, we're gonna have a whole talk about him in a minute because he was the bright he was the bright spot in this game yeah. for sure. Like to see someone score, great to see him have their a good, first NHL goal in their first NHL game. That's, I mean, that's huge. And yeah, good for him. He's a good kid, good person. We say a lot about this organization, but he really has done it the right way. Yeah, and, um, he's the only. Put in his time. He's the only um, person to be on the Roadrunners all six seasons. That's so amazing. he's really paid his due diligence in the in the AHL. Um, do you any chance? Do you think he can play his way into a permanent spot? You know, right now with Capabianco still hurt, um, you know, I don't know what the situation is with Soderstrom out of the lineup. I mean, they need a right-hand shot there. Yeah, I, I don't know why you can't give them a, a shot, especially if, you, if we talked about the development down in Tucson and having Soderstrom down there and giving him a chance to develop down in Tucson. I, I don't know. They've got some, you know, Emerson's down there, Karate's down there. they got some right-handed defensemen that played well during the preseason. Maybe they rotate them. I, you know, I don't know what their mindset yeah. right now is. Um you know, with Provlenev getting sent down, maybe he's right back up. It was maybe it was a financial issue. I really don't know. Yeah. 
could he? Yeah, I thought he played well. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look like he was an American leaguer trying to play in the National Hockey League. I thought he had a really good game. Yeah, because Adam in the Discord had asked if he was first on the list to be called up, but I guess we had talked about if you're looking for that right-handed defenseman, he would probably be that yeah, first. And it's funny though, when you call players up from the minors, that's not always the guy you think it's going to be. It's not always the leading scorer. It's not always the guy who is you know you think oh well, that's the guy we need. They have to fit the role of the player that they're replacing, or maybe there's a financial need, or honestly, sometimes you're just rewarding a kid for doing things the right way and yeah. working hard. And, and so without being in the room, you don't know exactly what the reasons were be, behind the Dyson Mayo recall. But I tell you what, I thought he played well. He deserves another chance, whether it's today, next week, next month. I think we'll see him again. Definitely. There is a, just a question up on the screen. The fact that we have so many new faces, is that that the players are not understanding where teammates act once a wrinkle in their game happens? Like yeah. what, what is what is it that's happening that w- we've seen the last couple games where the the game is just falling apart in the middle of the game like what what is happening that you know that comment about playing together that does hold truth I mean it's you're all trying to play a different system that you've come from and you're not used to those players there is definitely an element of that but let's not forget what the expectations of this team have been the entire summer the entire preseason and now through four games it's kind of what we're going to expect. I mean, the Arizona Coyotes don't have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl to throw over the boards. And, you know, we've got the Islanders on Saturday. There's no Barzell or Palmieri. Like, they don't have those dynamic scores that can put up offense when you throw them over the boards. They just don't have that. And I think that's going to be the downfall of this team right now is they just, they're working hard. You know, Lawson Cross is working hard. Keller's working hard. But, they're just outmanned, out talented, outplayed every night. It's it's not that they don't want to play well. It's not that they're not trying. It's just that the other teams are better. Yeah, I do feel like there they did have a few like in terms of how they were offensively. They were better offensively this game. There were some good chances. The shots honestly were pretty consistently even throughout the entire game i think edmonton ended up with more shots but like at the end of every period it was almost equal every time so they had opportunities it's just a matter of a capitalizing on them and b not getting outscored by your opponent and what was it that the how are the coyotes are being outscored what was it 28 22 to 8 yeah 20 something And, and again it's yeah you look at we knew this team to get wins was going to have to have great goaltending not just good not just average great goaltending so when early projections when Kemper was still a part of the lineup you go you know what maybe Kemper can steal some games they're not getting that kind of goaltending now did Vimelka again I'm not saying the goaltending was poor or he was bad you just if this team's going to win the goaltending is going to have to make saves that they shouldn't be making period like they're they're going to have to stop a two on one. They're going to have to stop a breakaway because those defensive breakdowns are continually going to happen. And if they keep ending up in the back of the net, this is what we're going to expect. They're not good enough to to win a six five shootout. I don't think right now or an eight seven game. Um, they're going to have to win three two two one one nothing. Um, so. Y- y- I- we have a 25-year-old goaltender who's never played in North America before. And Carter Hutton, who's not off to the start he was hoping, it's going to be difficult. And when I looked at a comment about a parlay on this next road trip, oh, oh my Andrew, gosh, this next road trip, you Andrew, guys. <laughs> Andrew, I, we were looking at this just before we went on air. <laughs> it's tragic. <laughs> this is a tough road trip when you're playing well. Like that's 10 days and they play in, they go all the way from Florida to Washington, all the way back to California on the same road trip, three corners of, of the country Horrible. on one trip. But if you go through the, the standings, oh the only gosh. team of the first five that have a loss on the record is Tampa. The, the two-time the, the, the defending two champion. We were literally staring at that calendar going, which game here yeah, is Philly, are they Carolina, winning? Carolina, Washington. Florida, there's no losses between the four of them. 
I, I mean, I'm literally speechless. <laughs> how, how, how do you go on that road trip with any kind of confidence? 10 days on the road against some of the best teams in the league right now. This is just, it's, yeah, you're, you're going to have to take it one game at a time and you hope you have some good fortune. But this 10 day trip, it's going to be tough on their spirits. It's going to test the mettle of the coaching staff. And I tell you what, Leah, I'm glad I'm sitting here drinking beer instead of <laughs> getting on a 10-day road trip to have to deal with with those teams. It's going to be a huge challenge over yeah. the next two weeks. Yeah, for sure. Um, somebody made a comment, not doing well in Colorado. That is true. The Colorado is not... <laughs> Yeah, I tell you what, Faring the Coyotes are only a point behind. <laughs> yeah, look, like, like the, the central right division now. right now. I mean, I didn't see St. Louis and Minnesota being the two undefeated teams right now. The Coyotes are tied in points with Chicago with one, but the Coyotes actually have a game in hand on Chicago. Well, there you so, go. You know what? So look at the bright side, we're Coyotes fans. We, we told you we would yep. try and find bright spots every day, and this is what we're doing. Yep. So, you know. Tied with the Blackhawks with a game in hand. Timothy says, I put our odds at 50-50. We pull out a win on the road trip. I, I, you know what? It, it, we have it, to get one. We have to get one, Tim, right? Timothy, you right? know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they do, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. There's going to be a night where somebody has, an opponent has an off night. And I thought it was going to be against the St. Louis Blues the other night. That first period, that wasn't St. Louis. Yeah. They weren't skating. They weren't passing the puck. Coyotes were all over them. Give the Coyotes some credit for making them look like that. But once St. Louis turned it on, same thing tonight with Edmonton. Same thing. Once same, they turned yeah. it on, they were in trouble. I know. Same thing where I was like, okay, this feels controlled, composed. The, the shots were even. The opportunities were even. And then you're just like, oh, yeah, McDavid is on this team. And McDavid, of course, had his 200th NHL oh. goal tonight. No, not a big deal. Look at Nighthawk. And I, Nighthawk, <laughs> great member across all platforms of the All City channels. I, 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 I hope you're right. I, I really hope Rachel right. says they're not that bad. They're not that bad. <laughs> there, there, there are some players that are playing hard right now, and Lawson Kraus, uh, I think, is leading that pack, and he's having a breakout season. I just don't know where the goals are going to come from. Uh, you know, if Schmaltz isn't scoring, Kessel isn't scoring, Keller isn't scoring. I, I don't know who's going to score. Chikrin, Chikrin's he minus nine through four games right now. Without a goal, yikes! He did have a good chance in the in the first period. He had a good look there, but then that was kind of the only thing I saw. Um, yeah, McDavid. I actually saw a stat online about McDavid and Dreisaitl were on the ice sixty three percent of the first period. Yeah, because he, they were on separate lines. Sixty three percent jumping over the boards every other shift. Like he couldn't wait to get out there. Like it, he must have been licking his chops all night. He looked great. He was flying. And I, again, we we talked about it in the first period frustrating sitting here watching on tv the the only job of a team against the edmonton oilers is stop Connor mcdavid your chances of beating that team when he is not on the score sheet go up exponentially and you can go through the history since he's joined that team when he doesn't get a point the record is below 500 keep him off the score sheet i don't know if they focused on defending him as well as they should have we talked about it in the first period, his two-on-one. There was nobody above him. There were times, I, I, I will give it to Christian Fisher. There was one time in the first period, about four minutes to go, where Christian Fisher was closer to the Edmonton goal, and he saw Connor McDavid there, and he hurriedly gets out higher above McDavid so he can't, so he's a Coyote player between him and, and the Coyote. He net. also laid down and blocked a McDavid shot in the second period. Yeah, he, he, I, he we, we really liked his game. Yeah, I, I thought he played well. But yeah. I think you, you really need to focus on Connor McDavid more than any other individual player in this entire league. And you could talk about some talented players. Nathan McKinnon is one of them in Colorado. You can shadow Nathan McKinnon. You could take Nathan McKinnon out of, out of his rhythm. But then they've got three, four, five other guys that can that can add to the offensive output of Colorado. Edmonton's not built like that. If you can take Connor McDavid out, you're taking a huge factor away from their ability to create offense. And I don't know if they did a good enough job of that tonight. Yeah, that's true. And if you um, saw on our Twitter in, our, in the first period, PD was literally in studio breaking down plays on his whiteboard. And <laughs> we're trying. It was cool. Yeah, no, I, like the whole thing about trying to be back behind him. That's what you just said, that Fisher made his way and made sure there was a person between... McDavid and 
the offensive zone, which is how that first, that chance in that first period happened. And yeah, you were commenting on that a few times in this game. So, so Christian Hagen says, what does Chicker need to do to get his confidence back? And I, I that's going to be a huge question that's going to have to be answered in the coaches' room and in the locker room because he is the face of this organization over the summer. He was the guy that went to the NHL media day in Chicago. Um, he was a guy that was discussed in the Norris trophy talk at the end of last season. And it's just not the start he's been looking for. And I don't know all the reasons why I would imagine there's some frustration that he's not getting the first power play looks that he was getting last year. Um, He's not getting the offensive time that he was hoping to get or that he's used to. But at the same time, you got to say, does he deserve it? Like, is he playing well enough to get those minutes? It's a real tough situation. He is going to have to start putting some numbers on the board offensively for this team to be in games. He just has to. Yeah. Yeah. It's really too bad to see. And I don't know if you all listened to our um, audio podcast on Friday, but you brought up. And I even actually saw a tweet about this. Someone said, what if Chikrin gets frustrated and like demands to leave? Like, yeah, it was a hot take. And, and you hadn't... and you said, what if, what if Fish, I mean, sorry, not Fisher, Chikrin, you know, he, he's been touted as the face of this franchise, the person that they're building it around, the only untouchable coyote. But what, what, what if not, you know, that's, yeah. it's, I think it's a hard thing to have to consider, but do, is that something that. We should be thinking Again, about. if you're talking about the rebuild and you're talking about getting draft picks, he is the guy, and he was the untouchable. And I said it on the last show, he's minus nine after four games. What happens after 15 or 20? And he's still not scoring. Where's his value then, and how are we building around him then? I, I, I don't think they can be afraid. I know it's four games. Just like the Suns were saying last night, it's only one game, but... Next week, we'll be saying, well, it's only six games. Well, it's only eight games. It's only 10 games. It's only 82 games. Yeah. So at, at some point... we still point, lose the lottery. At some point, you got to find a way to dig out of the hole, or you don't, because this is exactly what we expected. Yeah. This is what the plan was. Aaron, where's the graphic? Oh. That was your cue, Aaron. You were, you were... Oh. She was too busy showing all of the amazing comments. Okay, here's here's the... Rebuild reminder. There you go. It's a rebuild reminder. I love that voice too. Rebuild reminder. It's kind of Surrey Alexa. It's the only reason I'm here. It's the only reason I'm here. Thank you, Aaron, for that. And that's what this whole season has been about since June is the rebuild. And so as as frustrating as these losses are, that's the plan. And I don't know how you and I are going to come in here 82 times and wrestle with this, this back and how. forth. This is it works for me. It does help, by the way. Cheers. But that, that is the hard part. Like, that's the plan. This is what ownership and management is trying to do. It's just hard as a fan to go, gosh, we were kind of okay for a bit. It was three to one at one point. Next goal makes it three two. Cost gonna make some big saves. And the game turns around and out of reach again. Yeah. The thing that is upsetting as a fan, too, is, you know, I understand that you want to be like overall uh, to to be successful in the rebuild this year. You want to overall be a losing team. But I've said this before. You don't you're not going to go 0 and 82, first of all. But of your losses, at least it would be fun if some of them were close losses. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, close games, exciting games. I mean, the only close game so far was the Buffalo game. And they probably didn't play as well in that game as they have the other three. Yeah. And every other, every other game, except for the Buffalo game, they've lost by multiple goals. They've been like, bet to the person who bet the under bet the over (laughs) these games, because look at what's happened. And it's just like, I, like I said, I said it twice already in the show, but I really felt like after that first period, I was like, okay, this is yeah. more controlled. This isn't going to be a 8-2. This isn't going to be a 7-4. And then it was a 5-1. So. And traditionally, and we, we will talk about our DraftKings sportsbook soon, I'm sure, but when they go out east, traditionally this team, even when they're a good team, even when they're a team preparing for the playoffs or battling for a playoff spot, 
they struggle on this eastern swing. It's a tough, tough atmosphere in Tampa. It's a tough building to play in. Florida's tough. They're, these are tough buildings and tough venues, and Washington is always tough in their buildings. So even when you're having a great season, these buildings are difficult to play in. Their mindset inside the room right, right now must be just awful. Like I, I can't imagine what it's like to come out of the, the game at St. Louis, 7-4, to four, and they come into this 5-1, it's a drubbing again, and go, what now? Like, what? That's my biggest fear of this, is what's going to happen inside the room. Is it going to start being finger-pointing? Is it going to be frustration? Is it going to be, get me out of here? Um, what's it going to be like in the coach's room? Is it going to be, hey, we got to coach more? And what happens the tend, trend for coaches is when these kind of games are getting out of control, the coaches want to coach more. You want to, you know, more meetings, more practice, more one-on-one talks, more, more closed-door things, and that just makes it worse because now you're thinking about it constantly, and you can't fix everything. Instead of, the, you know, the, the, it's counterintuitive to think, take your foot off the gas, relax, make something fun, let's have a scrimmage tomorrow, let's go to Top Golf tomorrow, you know, something like that. Yeah. To help get your mind straight versus keep yeah. the grindstone. But it's hard because coaches coach and coaches want to correct mistakes. So the fear is where does this snowball end? You know, does it keep running downhill? I I don't know. I don't know. People are upset in the chat because now I'm cursing the Coyotes to not lose or not win a game at all this season. So if that happens, no, no, no. that's on me. But uh exactly oh my gosh well and during the game craig sent over um a screenshot of the the worst records by teams um by the way i saw a question earlier craig will be joining us he's just at uh, media availability right now so he will be joining us as soon as he is done there but the washington capitals in 1974-75 played 80 games and had eight wins what what team i'm sorry the washington capitals in 1974-75 yeah that's not good uh, there was the Winnipeg Jets in 80-81, 80 games, 9 wins. Ottawa, 92-93, 84 games, 10 wins. So, there so we, it, it, it could be, you know, it, it could be. Could we, be worse. I, I we haven't played the, we haven't played any Pacific Division. T- okay, let's just rewind because remember when we were 5-1 and one in the preseason? Yeah. That still happened. And I know the preseason literally doesn't matter, but remember we had we had hope. Yes. So here we are sitting after losing four games and feeling very hopeless. It's not, it's not always going to be – the pain doesn't always last. Yeah. There will be wins on the schedule. There will. It's just I don't see them quite yet. <laughs> Someone's at 081 and 1 and we still won't get the first pick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Timothy, if, if, Timothy, if Craig's wearing, is he wearing a tie again? I don't know. Like, what's with the dress code thing? We had a big show about lightened up dress code, and Craig's wearing a tie everywhere. People were asking about it in the Discord. Hypocrite. People were asking him about it in the Discord. He said, I liked overdressing. Oh, man. He did? He did somebody did. in the Discord did? Yeah, somebody oh, like okay. called him out in the I Discord guess. for dressing nice. You know. Yeah, but anyway, well. Other other positive notes, and I know we've already talked about it, but let's talk about it again because Dyson Mayo is is our DraftKings king of the game for tonight. Pull it up. There it is. First NHL game, first NHL goal. No brainer for us. Fantastic. Dyson Mayo DraftKings. He got his solo lap around. People saw that on on Valley Sports tonight where he skated around his solo lap before the game for warm-ups. Kind of an NHL tradition. Good for him. I mean, it, not only did did he play in his first NHL game, I know his wife was in the stand, so that was great. Um, he scores a goal, and yeah, you know what? It's a really, let's, really let's good roll, goal. Let's roll the tape of the first uh, the first goal. Okay, there it is. That was his first goal. Yeah. And if you can, we play it again. Yeah, I mean, let's let, yeah let's play. One it again. of the things to look at on this is look look at Johan Larson in the slot. Just this is what really makes the play because he pulls the Edmonton defender away right there. He pulls and opens up all that ice in behind for Dyson Mayo. If not for that, that goal doesn't happen. I mean, it's a hell of a play by single great pass, but the lane gets created because Johan Larson pulls the defender away from the middle of the ice. And it's a heck of a shot. Beats him clean. Top shelf. Yeah. Great shot. Way to go, that, Dyson there, Mayo. There was a moment. Look at that with a highlight and everything. 
Wow. Um, Espo's in the chat. Have you guys hit 5,000 follow- Twitter followers? Easy, I've been working Turbo. on my goalie skills. <laughs> That's everyone's reminder. If you're not following us on Twitter, at PHNX underscore Coyotes, if we hit 5,000 followers by the end of the year, Espo will take a slap shot by a player of our choice. If you want to see that happen, follow and, us. And also, Espo, since you may or may not still be listening, I was in my garage today. I know you're excited about that. And and I've I found a, a pair of goalie gloves and a goalie mask and we've got some tennis balls. I'm debating we maybe we wait till Saul has gone and we get a little ball hockey in the PHNX hallway. Wait till Saul has gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Saul would approve. I feel ball like he hockey. totally you would. You would approve yeah, ball hockey? Why not? We could get Espo some warm up shots in the PHNX hallway. <laughs> That sounds like a segment Espo right there, isn't it? Cruising for a bruise. I think that's a segment <laughs> in oh the hallway with Espo. I like it. <laughs> Look at that! Just coming up with creativity on the. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> We're trying to laugh. We're drinking beer. We're trying to have fun. We, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's just a game and it's just hockey. And, yeah. and if you're a Coyotes fan, God bless you because we knew this is what it was going to be. We just got to hang in there. Yeah. And you know what? I don't rip Van Winkle it and get, wake up four or five years from now, but this could be amazing. I got this piece. Rebuild reminder. <laughs> she was right on it that time. So you she was it. right on it. Good nailed job, Aaron. Well, you know, it is fun. And I've seen a lot of comments too about betting over, betting the under. She <laughs> <laughs> saw that. <laughs> the comments right. are so funny. I know. But I suppose right. It was, yeah. Man, what, what is fun is betting on hockey and you can do that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and if you sign up using the promo code PHNX and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and they do which the Cardinals play the Texans on Sunday that one's looking pretty good yeah but you see the spread on that no, ridiculous you'll win uh, $200 in free bets if the team you bet on wins their game which is awesome I mean where else are you going to get that Um, DraftKings is safe secure and reliable super easy to use easy to deposit and withdraw your money so make watching the coyotes fun for yourself and use the DraftKings sportsbook app and bet on hockey bet on you could just bet against the coyotes you can be like andrew and just bet the under on wins for them and bet the over on all their games and bet against the coyotes have success like andrew use the DraftKings sportsbook app 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Yeah, Coyotes fans manage to have fun in our shared misery. That's, yeah. we, we, we said it before, it, it's group it's group therapy. Group therapy. 78 games left, you know. 78 to go. We're almost, Here's, <laughs> we're so almost there. I, I know, and I don't, I hope it's not tiresome yet. Because it's part of the reason I'm here is people want to know, I think that's what that what it's like on the other side, like behind the curtain. I'm sorry. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron literally wrote a comment and then is as the producer put her own comment up when, when the coyotes, coyotes get their first win. Should Petey chug oh. a Kachina throwback ale from a, t- a funnel? See, like that's what I, well, I'm working with 20 year olds. Like, <laughs> no, I'm 53. <laughs> I'm 53 years old. I'm not chugging. I'll chug. I'm not getting a funnel. Okay, how about if keg stand? Someone else suggested it first. I just want to first first coyotes win. We'll both chug beers. That that I'll do. I'm in. Perfect. Okay. Like keg stands and funnels. (laughs) That is so far. Maybe, Man, I'm so far Maybe past we'll that. just promise Craig we'll do something crazy, but we just won't tell him until it I, happens. Thanks for interrupting all my, my wonderful story <laughs> that I was trying to tell about what it's like on the other side. When when you work doing... Exactly. <laughs> Quiet, please. When you do this for a living and you, you know you have an 82-game jaunt to get through and you're struggling like this, there comes a point where you start to count down. And it's usually when you're eliminated from the playoffs, and hopefully that's with under 10 to go. Well, what the hell number is it now? I, I remember one time pulling into my garage, and there was a sign, 35 to go. And when you have 35 to go, and you're out of it, it's a misery. What's the number going to be this year? Like, I, I, like when are they going to mathematically be eliminated? Yeah, like, how, how do you What's get... What's the earliest a team ever has? I don't know. Like, the math, I guess. Yeah, got to figure out the math. It's, I'm not good at that, but... <sighs> okay, I know it's only four games. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're trying to be... I'm sorry. Real, realistic, you know? I know. Did you see Espo just 
giving it to Aaron. And like, <laughs> I like it. See, that's what we're, we're trying to get that sun's vibe. We're just, we don't have the wheel yet. We don't have our props yet. We're working on it. We'll get there. It's, um, it's, I, I want to hope that there are going to be those things we talked about in the summer, that there are going to be little wins that are going to help get us through this mess. Whether the power play is good tonight, or there was a player that was good tonight, or somebody stood out. And tonight, the thing to hang your hat on is Dyson Mayo. It's so true. And it's so you can walk away saying, you know, good for him. Yeah. A kid that's worked hard down in the minors, done everything right, gets a chance, has some success. Good on you, Dyson Mayo. So that's our, our yeah. Coyote yeah. positive and, thought of the and, day. And, you know, you, you think about going to the locker room after you said, how are they handling this right now? It's obviously not going to be a great move in the locker room, but he's still going to get that puck for his first goal. They're still going to yeah. take that iconic photo holding, your you know, the puck for your first NHL goal. I mean, they're, they're we were like we said, we're trying to find positives in every game in there. And there have been. If we could put the first half of Monday's game together and the first half of this game together and create one game. You'd be okay. We can do it. And I think on this road trip, there, there. I think we might surprise against a really good team. I think te- good teams can think For they're sure put, like, is that a thing where good teams play sure. down to an opponent and then the opponent? You know what? This league is so hard. There's teams that play three and four. You catch a team on the, you know, they're, they're, the, after the, the three and four. So they're playing a lot of hockey. Somebody's hurt. They are going to get wins. I, I, I know they are going to get wins. So it's going to happen. But you're right. The stars are going to have to align for some of these things to happen. And will a team come in and take the Coyotes lightly? Absolutely. Will Vomalka or Hutton play an unbelievable game like Hutton did in the preseason when he beat L.A.? Absolutely those things are going to happen during the season. And they are going to get wins. It's just hard when you see these kind of games one after the other after the other where you're giving up a lot of goals mm-hmm. that's the hard part yeah but Vimelka did have that really good game against buffalo too what do you do you let's do our uh our every time we do a live show we predict who's gonna get the next start do we think they're gonna go back to Vimelka or do you think they switch oh. to hutton new york islanders. The islanders new york Islanders on saturday i i will go with hutton getting the start that's my prediction how do you feel like Vimelka? I think it was okay. I, I I thought I thought he played better in his two previous outings. I thought he was he was better in when he went in relief against St. Louis. Um, he was okay. I mean, again, we talked about two on two on ones or or getting difficult shots from the the dot or the top of the circle. I mean, he he. I think he'd like to have at least one of those back. Yeah. You know, I, I, I he didn't look as solid today. He slid around a little bit more for me. I don't know if it was nerves or whatever. He was outside the crease on the, on the PK goal. That was unusual for him. Um, if, if it were me, I, I think it's Hutton's turn to get back in there. And now Hutton needs to perform now. Yeah. Like he's had time to work with Corey Schwab. He's had time to think about it, prepare. Hopefully they've, they've told him already if he's starting so he can start mentally preparing for Saturday. I'm going to go with Hutton. And he needs to play better than he's played so far. Espo asks, is a full game of six on five an option? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's, you know, that's creative thinking right there. I was outside the box thinking, and you know what? Maybe pull the goalie earlier, like at the beginning of a period. I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm worried about what this coaching staff is going to do. Because, you know, the, the Andre Tournier's had experience in the National Hockey League, but he's coming from a junior atmosphere with these kind of things don't happen for an extended period of time. And I don't know if he's got a plan to get out of it. And moreover, I don't know if management wants him to get out of it. That I mean, we, we've, I've been there when this team has lost and you kind of knew they were trying to do a rebuild and they were selling off, but never publicly have they gone and done what they've done this summer where they are flat out trying to, to get these draft picks. Yeah. I don't know how a coach can, can, you know, rationalize that when he goes into the coach's room in the morning. Yeah. They want to win. So I I don't know how you, how you get over that. I don't know. This is going to be, I think how much I'm wrestling with it as a fan watching on TV. I don't know if I was inside that room, I'd be beating my head against the wall looking for solutions that just aren't there. 
that's really hard. Yeah, someone uh, made a comment earlier. Aiden Hill would look good right about now. Um, <laughs> I think Timothy's pushing it. Is it <laughs> oh, here he comes. It's Craig. Craig, just in time. Timothy, I wanted to share it for Craig, too. So. All right. Craig, you're there. The interview's muted, Aaron. Yep. One, one second, Craig. Wait, Craig, don't hit it. Just um, where our audio is on the bottom where it says roadcaster yep yeah go down to interview mute yep. craig can you hear us i can hear you there yes, you go craig. we can hear you look at look at that angle look at the ice in the background we can't... we've got loud zambonis in the background so well we don't hear them yeah we don't so hear them I feel, like, I feel like yelling tonight anyway we yeah. do have a lot of people asking about your tie even well, prior they want to, know to about getting my tie. on tv yep I don't know where really the hell you know. became a fashion plate. <laughs> that we're, we're following Craig Morgan's fashion lead. Oh, but, well, I, I, I kind of like this thread now, so keep talking. But that's where that's where <laughs> this show has gone, Craig. What is Craig wearing tonight? Who is yeah. he wearing tonight? Somebody said Petey should have a bow tie. Oh, yeah, I would like to see Petey in a bow tie. I would definitely <laughs> like to see Petey in a bow tie. Listen, we're going to need a lot of distractions as this season wears along. 78 more to go, guys. 78 more to go. Yep, yep, it's already been brought up in the comments. 78 more to go. Craig, you were at the game. We've kind of touched on everything, but tell us what, what are your thoughts after this one? Well, I, I thought they looked okay early on. You know, uh, really through the first half of this game, I you know, there were a couple breakdowns, but I thought they were fine. Uh, Andre Turin, you said, you know, in the postgame comments that he thought the shorthanded goal was a, a, a real turning point in that game, sort of broke their back a little bit put them in a, a multiple goal hole. Um, I thought they did a good job defending McDavid and Dreisaitl early in this game. Of course, Connor McDavid still comes out with three points in the game. just seems to do that every game. But again, I, I didn't think they were that bad, but this team lacks finishers. They had some chances where they couldn't finish and you get the result that we got tonight. And unfortunately one that I think we're going to see a lot this season. What was the comments from the, from the coach after the game? Well, again, I, I, he liked their, you know, they, he thought it, they did a lot of good things. He thought their structure was better, um, thought they were pretty good in the first half of the game. But you have some breakdowns. And, and listen, Edmonton's power play has been clicking this season. So you don't want to give them any chances. You you obviously don't want to give 97 any chances. He didn't mind his goaltending. He clearly said he was not as strong as he was in Buffalo, but didn't really fault him. I kind of thought he should have had that first goal. Really thought he could have had the two-on-one, the short-handed goal as well. I thought his angle was a little off on that goal, but you know they created chances. Like, yeah, he, go he ahead. Needs, he, you know, it, we, if this team's going to win, they're going to need outstanding, above-average goaltending, and they're just not getting it. That's reality, right? Like they need to stop a two-on-one or a breakaway, and that's the only chance this team's going to get to win. They're not going to out shoot a shootout team five four six four you know it's not gonna happen so you're right when you go back and look at those goals later tonight and you get them on the highlights the first one's from the dot yeah it's it's not from the middle of the ice it's from the dot and those are ones you'd like to have yeah i you know listen i i think that's the best way to describe it for vimelka tonight i thought it was average in goal and yeah the coyotes aren't going to win any games if they get average goaltending it's been that way around here for a long time but i think it's underscored this season with with the shape of this roster. So, you know, he, he was a nice story in that first game in Buffalo wasn't able to follow it up, but he's going to get a lot more chances. They're both going to get a lot more chances. But again, as we've talked about with Carter Hutton as well, your goaltender has to steal some. He, he has to make some of those saves, those big saves where you don't expect it. He, he has to take away a couple of goals if you're going to have a chance in the game. And I didn't really think he did that tonight. Who do you predict getting the start against the Islanders on Saturday? We were kind of uh, going back and forth. I got to believe Carter Hutton's back in goal. You know, they've been alternating them. They wanted to get both of them a look, um, get them, get them adequate work. I don't really think anybody's jumped into the lead um, in this goaltending. I, I don't even want to call it a battle at this point, but I got to believe they're just going to go back to Carter Hutton, give him another opportunity. They need to get some confidence in Carter Hutton. They need to have the team have a little bit of confidence playing with Carter Hutton behind them, because as you know, Petey, you, you get a few of those together, you string a few of those performances together, then the team starts to lose confidence to you and they start to play a little differently in front of you, you know, tighten up a little bit, fearing the worst all the time. And that's that's not a good recipe for success. 
again, <laughs> we keep coming back to this as well. Do the coyotes really want to have success? Right. And exactly. And if <laughs> that, that's the dichotomy of the whole problem. Like, isn't this what they asked for? Isn't this what they wanted? And I know inside the locker room, the players don't want this. The coaches don't want this. But this is the plan. As painful and difficult as this is, this is the plan. So what we said tonight is continue to find the bright spots as best we can for our sanity on the show. And the bright spot of the night tonight was Dyson Mayo. Yeah. And first game, first goal. Do you have any sense of what the plan is for him? Is he going back to Tucson tomorrow? Is he here for a while? Do you have any sense what the plan is? No, they didn't talk about that tonight. I, I can't imagine they would send him back after scoring his first NHL goal, but... You know, having said that, PD, uh, look, I, when, when he was called up, I felt like it was a reward. They wanted to get Vladislav Provolnev some work down in Tucson. So I imagine he'll get a couple games at least down there to just get his feet wet. They, they want him to adapt to the North American game a little better. I don't expect Dyson Mayo to be up here for a long stretch. I don't, I don't think he's a guy that's necessarily in their NHL plans, but good for him for coming up. And, and you know, after that, that tough goal that Warren Fogle scored, uh, where he uh, kind of turned him inside out a little bit. Um, he comes back and scores a goal. Good for him. It's been a, a long road for him down there. He's been waiting for his chance for a very long time. Um, he said his uh, wife and kid were here tonight, which is, it's, it's really nice. And, and he actually said that it was Shane Doan who told him he was going to be in the lineup. He figured oh, wow. when he saw he was paired with Shane Gostisbehere that something was up. And then Donor came over and told him that he was going to be in the lineup. So obviously an exciting moment for, for anyone who plays in their first NHL game, first of all, but then to get your first NHL goal in that same game, that that's quite a storyline there. That's, that's really special. Um, that's see, look at us. Find, see, you find finding the positive, finding the Craig, positives. Group therapy, find the positive. That's what we do here. Exactly. Selling the I'm a little distressed that the beer has not arrived yet, guys. What's, what's going on oh, with the beer? I don't know. Our isn't ours, I think Phoenix oh, is up to something. Yeah, I, we I don't do. have your beer that was supposedly delivered that you keep telling us you got for us. Do but. you guys think that Phoenix is a, a convenient cover now for Espo to do whatever he wants around the office? Concerned. I am concerned. We are yeah. mildly concerned, Craig. Yeah, it worries me a little bit. I, I'm not sure I'm ever, I'm ever going to see that beer. I, I probably should have had it delivered to my house instead of the office. Craig, are you going on this next road trip? I am. Do you know it's long, right? Did you check that calendar before you? I'm left? actually going only to, to the first three stops through, uh, you know, Florida, Sunrise, Florida, Tampa, and DC. I we, will not be not going done, to Carolina or Philly. You might not have done your homework yet because it's it's early. But of the first five teams the Coyotes are playing on this road trip, do you know how many combined losses those five teams have? <laughs> Not very many from what Two. I've seen. Flo and it's yeah, Tampa. Florida's red hot right now. Tampa yeah. only is the only team that has a single loss, and they have two of them. The other four teams have yet to lose in regulation. They have a shootout loss or an overtime loss, but there are no regulation losses among the next four teams. Where do the Coyotes get their first win? Yeah, we were just talking about this, actually. If they don't get that win this Saturday against the Islanders, who are struggling a little bit right now, you look at that road trip and you think, oof, this is going to be a, a, a tough road. They've had some luck in the past in a couple of those buildings, D.C., a little bit in Philly. But I don't know if that even matters now because the personnel has turned over so much. I don't know if organizations have luck necessarily. It's more the players. I don't know, Petey. It's, this could, uh, we talked about this, I think, uh, previously. But, you know, this October could feel a lot like that first season under Rick Dockett where yeah. they were just looking for their first win for a very long time. Because when you look at it, the winnable game to me on that calendar is the game in Anaheim because you're looking at an opponent in the Pacific that's supposed to struggle this year. They're rebuilding. All of those things are true. But that's day 10 of a 10-day trip where they just flew from Washington, D.C. to yeah. get to Anaheim. That travel is horrific. They're going to be tired. They have just played four and seven. Like. And been on the East Coast that whole yeah, time. Yeah, so and, and now just time acclimated to East Coast time zone. That's a trap game. Like, it's a game that you go, okay, that's winnable. That now maybe it isn't. It's just the frustrations. Yeah. That's a classic Coyotes road trip, by the way, isn't it? It is. Having to come clear across Three corners. the country. Three corners <laughs> hey, of the country. But on the flip side, the Islanders are starting their entire season out on this massive road trip. So, you know. There you go. We we'll look for the hope and things, you know. Yeah, I, I 
uh, the flip side of that is that at some point the Islanders are going to get things figured out here. There's going to be a sense of urgency. So we'll see you how hope, that goes. You hope the same for the Coyotes. Tied with Chicago in the Central, though, Craig. Yeah. Oh, boy. How about and those Blackhawks? And how about those Canadiens? How about the Canadiens? Wow. Yeah, no wins the, the, between those two teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but at least you know the Blackhawks and the Coyotes have a point each. The Canadians have zero, and they were in the Stanley Cup final last year. So, you know, we were talking about this all last season. You know, even even during that playoff run, there were, there are a bunch of people out there saying this Canadians run is not a fluke. They're actually they've been pretty good. <laughs> I think the Pete, you and I, and uh, were, were saying all along, uh-uh, this is not that good a team, and they're coming back down to earth in them big way early on in this season you you know look they're they're not buried yet but that's a tough start you better get things figured out really quickly or you could find yourself really far behind in a tough division for sure someone said do they get their first win against the ducks or on the 20th against the red wings or even later yeah i think that maybe we'll put that on one of our future shows we'll get the calendar in here and try to yeah, really and we'll uh, see what DraftKings says. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll just like throw a, a throw a, a perfect time for a read. Right? Yeah, now. I was gonna say throw a throw a bet up on DraftKings. You can bet on the Coyotes for that uh, Ducks game or that uh, Red Wings game, um, or you can like I've said it before, be like Andrew and just consistently bet against the Coyotes all season long. But you can do that <laughs> on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and if you use the promo code PHNX and bet five dollars on any NFL team and the team wins, you get two hundred dollars in free bets. So Use those free bets to bet as you will. And it doesn't just have to be on hockey. You can bet on anything you like. There's all kinds of sports on there. So check out DraftKings. Should we do the Manscaped read with Craig on, on the line? Or should we let You Craig... haven't done this? You waited no, for me? We waited. And, and by the way, Craig, I will say this. I'm, I'm gonna try, first, I'm going to tread extremely lightly to start this. Okay, As you know, I try to have themes for these <laughs> yes. reads. Yeah, I, so I, I had, I had gone to... Two co-hosts of podcasts that I have worked with most recently, which is Luke and some might pronounce Leah as Leah. Oh. So I had Luke and Leah <laughs> as my two co-hosts. And some can think of characters that are hairy. Unfortunately, the legal department said, you know what? <laughs> Why don't you not do that read? Steer clear of those characters. So unfortunately... I had to scrap and start all over. He was scrambling in the second period. For a new read. <laughs> Just like the coyotes. Yeah. This was going to be a Star Wars themed read, huh? It was. Don't say it, Craig. We don't want to get sued. You can't say those words. I got in trouble. Yeah, it's like, so it will it, not bro. be that one. The fact that it we're was going to be. The fact that we're making Greg stay when he literally has to write a story, but we'll do it. Stay here, okay, Craig. You know, this, and then we'll wrap it up. We can go home. Right? Okay. Do your do support the for the PNX. <laughs> <laughs> The PHNX Coyotes post-game show is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide and the partners who are glad they did by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping using the code PHNX. It's fall. Halloween is around the corner. It's time of year to enjoy a hay ride. Hay is great on a wagon pulled by horses, but not good when you drop your drawers. Don't make your partner go looking for a needle in a haystack. Clean it up with the Lawnmower 4.0, the cordless waterproof personal grooming tool with the ceramic no snag blade. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. Mow down your hay and make your needle easy to find at Manscaped. No nicks, no cuts, no fuzzy nuts. That was improv, huh? Yep. <laughs> wow. I'm never doing another read. You're doing them all from here on out. Oh, my God. Well, Craig, we'll let you go. Thank you for sticking along for that read. <laughs> thanks for coming by, Craig. Um, yeah. Craig yeah, Story. Thanks for keeping me along for that. Yeah, you could you could have just sent yourself out, you know? All right. Yeah, yeah Eric, can, Eric can cut me out here now. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Craig. Thanks, Craig. And, of course, you, you can guys. check out um, – Craig will have a story up by tomorrow um, on tonight's game, his five takeaways at gophnx.com. You can, of course, have access to those stories if you sign up to become a member. And, actually, right now there is a promotion going on um, that if you use the promo code COYOTES2021 when you're signing up for an annual membership, you get a $60 gift card the PHNX Locker, and if, I don't know if you saw this last night, but they just dropped two new sh- sun shirts, and they're amazing. They are good. They're shirts. really good Waiting shirts. for the Coyotes shirt to drop. Yes. Maybe well, they'll do it after their first win. Maybe. 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 Um, 
Petey, when is your children's book drop? <laughs> Petey's, Petey's children's book. Yeah, that's that's a nighttime read for parents for sure. <laughs> Traumatized kids. I like it. Oh, my God. That was a good read. And okay, I just need to say every time Petey's like, it's going to be a short one today. I didn't. It's not. It's just going to be very basic. Like he says that every time he said it. To, it's just going to be basic. And then he pulls that out of nowhere. I don't get it. <sighs> <laughs> and if you haven't heard the bills and if you yeah. haven't heard his read on the phoenix sports podcast from yesterday go go and listen to that one because and i won't even give it away just go listen <laughs> he was a guest on that show and he had to he, you know <laughs> yeah well we just we, See, whatever gets us through these shows Leah. the manscape reads add bring joy they do they bring joy and happiness they, to us at least yeah and if you are using the code phnx when you get your manscape order tell us Tell Petey. Ta- Petey is learning Twitter. If you tag him on Twitter oh at Peter's Hockey, when you receive your Manscaped, Manscaped package, it will make him the happiest man alive. And we we and I will do this because we've kind of gone off the rails now. It is like if you haven't gone to their site, and I'm not kidding, go there. <laughs> I'm serious. You will not believe the products that they have thought of. Like it's it's amazing the amount of different products that they have. Barry what? should let PD do a manscape read in front of the boys to take their mind I mean, yeah. That could be the thing Maybe you said. Top golf, like the new Rudy speech. That'll be the manscape. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the next theme. Rudy. Oh, you just my there it is. God. You know, we we went off the rails just like the coyotes. Yeah, just like the Sun Show. Well, no, I was gonna say just like the Coyotes have done in the second half of their last two games. <laughs> Andrew, I don't. You see, Andrew, <laughs> he does a manscape demo. <laughs> <laughs> if I do a demo, he'll buy one. Wow, talk to a, a legal department about that one again. Oh my! He's <laughs> trying gosh. to stay employed through the end of the week. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well. Man, we well, ma- Leah, we made it through another one. Everyone, we, we found our positive Dyson yep. Mayo, Dyson Mayo, and Manscaped, and Manscaped, <laughs> and uh, we have our beer. beer. We're, all, we're all here together at, at PHNX. Right. We're thank doing you, it together. Thank you to everyone who's watching. And if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. If you're listening to us on podcasts, be sure to subscribe and head over to YouTube so you can catch us live. Um, we'll be live after every game. 78 more to go. We'll be live. We'll be here right with you all. Um, like we said before, follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We're trying to hit that 5,000 follower mark so we can get that Espo slap shot to happen. Become a member at gophnx.com. And uh, I think that'll do it. Cheers. Do it. Cheers. Cheers. We made- I really want to know where you get the beer. It's been a oh, pleasure. Throw get- back ale. It's not safe. I think it's, it's a safe, safe way. way. Yeah, it's a safe way right now. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks. Cheers, everyone. See Have a good night. Time.